Welcome to the Digital Week. I'm your host, Monica Bradley, and I'm here today with Dr. Marek Kowalkowicz. And this week we're talking about Health 5.0. Is there a doctor in the house? A doctor in the house? Oh, thank God, Dr. Marek. <laughs> well, good to see you, Monica. Yes, I am a doctor, but not that type of doctor. Oh, no, you know. But Health 5.0, you're the doctor of how we're going <laughs> to, how the future of the doctors might look, which is more important. That's right. And sometimes it's good to have a, a perspective from a completely different industry to be able to say, hey, what's happening in yours? Well, as we like to say at the chair in the digital economy is that a lot of the magic happens outside the current lines. Mm. We color outside the lines a lot. Mm. So today we're really talking about Health 5.0 and what's the evolution or the maturity of the sector currently we're in and what's the developments, is that correct? Right, so so um, we used the, the approach, 5.0 approach, in another industry recently. It was all about retail. And you're right, Monica, um, what we're doing in the chair is we're analyzing industries and it seems like every industry is going for a very similar, on the surface, mm. um, evolution. Right. So, so, so we've basically... Um, analyze the industries and recognize that there are those five stages that you can see per industry. Okay, so do you wanna share the five lenses that you're gonna look through today? Absolutely, stage number one is all about emergence of the industry, right? It's basically being created and it starts. Stage number two is all about industrializing the industry. Mm -hmm. Stage number three, automation. Mm -hmm. Stage number four, digitalization. And then stage number five, personalization. Wow. Okay, let's get right into it. Hmm. When do we think uh, the stage one emergence, like at what sort of time frame did emergence happen of an actual health system? That's right. So, so health systems, um, that's a tricky one uh, because you could talk about uh, health services being delivered to individuals already, you know, five, 10,000 years ago, sure. right? Uh, but the way we understand the emergence of the industry uh, is uh, when the scientific approach, scientific methods started to prevail in the industry. Uh, and that was happening roughly 200 years ago in okay. the 19th century. So this is where the industry emerged. This is where we started to get medical practitioners who had a particular goal in mind. Okay, and even though they were dealing with maybe uh, maybe their tools of trade were leeches <laughs> and um, common items like uh, alcohol and mm. things like tools that they might have used out in the woods to cut down trees, they now cut off limbs. Mm. That was the emergence. That's right. And look, it was a it was an evolution, right? So with the scientific method, we could look at the efficiency of those specific methods, you okay. know, whether it was so leeches or, or, or anything else. And then we could say, well, you know what? This one works, this one doesn't. So let's focus on the ones that okay. do work. So mm -hmm. it emerged that something other than luck was going to determine your life expectancy. That's right. Cool. That's right. Okay. So we went from emergence. What happened next? And in that stage one, you know, the goal was to ensure the survivability of Survi the patient, okay. right? So this was the outcome, right? You Survive. were a good doctor if your patient survived, right? Excellent. Which was not necessarily the case before that, right? No. Hmm. Absolutely. So we've moved from emergence into? Into industrializing, right? right. So industrializing is um, looking at the ecosystem of your service or the, you know, the activities that you perform and thinking, how could I bring that ecosystem together, right? So this was where basically we started to look into value chain. 
end-to-end -end delivery of, of, of health services. And it was, still, it was still the end of the 19th century where the first hospitals started to emerge. Mm -hmm. So industrializing was all about bringing practitioners, service providers, all sorts of activities around healthcare into one place. And we started to have specializations. This is That's when right. this emerged. And mm. we had people that would do different actors across the stage. So Correct. there was para, like nurses evolved, yep. I guess, at this stage. So not everyone was a doctor, but there was people that transported people along that value chain. That's right. And the goal was to integrate the entire health experience, right? So make sure that we have this end-to-end -end experience. Thus, the hospitals. Okay. Mm -hmm. Call the midwife, that kind of thing. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. So then we got on to stage three was automation. Correct. Right? Which some may argue we're still in. Oh, yeah, definitely. Look, if you look at those stages, we could even say that, you know, survivability is still an important goal, right? Yes. So stage one and uh, the end-to-end -end integration is still, still an important one. And in the same way, stage three automation, we definitely are there. Mm. It's all about, you know, looking into efficiency gains. How can I uh, move my patients through the hospitals quicker, right? Or still not move them or not move them, right? Make sure that they stay, the, that, that, that's right, right? And move people and bring them around the patient. But it was all about efficiency. Minimize the cost, in, increase throughput, improve experience as well, mm. you know, through the automation, but a very specific, you know, uh, point of looking at the experience, which is, you know, how can I make your visit at a hospital as painless as possible, for instance, that's also part of the automation. Mm. Mm -hmm. And obviously in, in the health business, automation is important from the perspective of there's a lot of, it's a data intensive industry. Yep. So a lot of the time and, and delays in the industry perhaps are not necessarily the physical person moving through treatment, but the information about that person moving through Absolutely. the system. And making it more efficient. So this is the, the automation also includes digital devices, computers and so on, right? So electronic health records mm. effectively are there because of the, the need to automate to make it more efficient. Technologies, by the way, made it, uh, uh, you know, made a very big impact on the automation stage, right? So, you know, starting with x-rays, uh, but, you know, ending with, with MRI scanners and so on and whatever else we'll see, we'll see soon. So even within each, each area of specialization, there is also automation. So things Correct. we did manually before, maybe just listening for a heartbeat, we now do an echocardiogram and that, that evolution has taken place. That's right. Automating so that, that, how we diagnose. That's the technology part. Also, you know, looking into processes, so looking how could I improve my processes, right? Maybe triaging is one way of improving the efficiency or throughput of mm. patients. Also. So automation and the outcome and the goal of automation phase? Efficiency. Okay, Efficiency. Uh, make it you know, as quick, as smooth, as cheap as possible to, cool. to, to move the patient through the system. So then we move on to our, fa our favorite word, digitalization. <laughs> yes. Um, stage number four. That's right. It's, uh, it's uh, and a lot of um, institutions are in this space. There's a lot mm. of startups that are exploring, you know, what, what they could do that was not possible before, that is not just purely automating, making the, the known things, the known processes more efficient, but really creating new value. So we're starting to move, if we think about the chair in the digital economy, we often talk about below the line innovation, which is yep. automatic and efficiency, and above the line, new revenue streams. So we're now starting with digitalization to go to new revenue streams. Correct. 
surprise and delight and uh, and really going into completely new values completely new products you know there's this so my uh, fitbit your fitbit right you, so your fitbit can uh, can analyze your sleep patterns it can analyze the the variability of your heart rate which is a a proxy for your stress levels for instance so mm -hmm. it can give you know a lot of information to you, to your doctor, but it can also tell you to move. It can also tell I you to drink relax. To drink water. That's I have right. a drink water app that that's tells right. me to drink water. You know, these days we need to be reminded to drink water, right? Yeah. We used to be thirsty. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is interesting. Okay, yeah. so what's the aim of digitalization? So the aim of digitalization is to create completely new revenue streams, okay. right? Not just efficiency, not just effectiveness, not just uh, you know end-to-end -end integration, but completely new revenue streams. This is where we're seeing emergence of those new trends, and we'll see where they go, but there's this trend called digital therapeutics, which mm. is basically prescription apps. I'm simplifying this okay. a bit, but you know, there are businesses, there are researchers that are looking, hey, could a, a mobile phone application help you with you know some particular issues that you might have? And it's mostly behavioral health, where applications could help instead of taking pills or chemicals. Or where I might have gone to see a psychologist and had a face-to-face -face consultation, yeah. I may now use a, a mindfulness app or a breathing app or a yoga app or Absolutely. something. Okay. Obviously, we still need to be very you know, careful, skeptical sure. in this space, but but but, but there's, there's a lot of exploration. Yeah, because that line between eminence, evidence, and uh, things that are lifestyle or yeah. driven as opposed to things that are scientifically provable. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Mm -hmm. And then moving to the fifth step of the maturity model that we're at, we, the lenses we use to analyze evolution of industries, mm. is we move to mass personalization, Correct. my personal favorite. Yeah, yeah so um, remember in retail, we, we actually talked about a shift from uh, customer relationship uh, management to customer managed relationships yes and what it basically means is we're flipping the model right you know monica has a a, a set of loyalty cards for different you know store chains and so on but maybe those store chains should have a monica loyalty card right Correct. so it's all about in retail it was all about inviting retailers Publishing to take part in, in in our lives and it's the same in health, right? So publishing my needs and asking for practitioners to bid or assemble a product for me to That's meet wrong. those needs. The health industry has always been, you know, saying that they're patient-centric, right? But <coughs> the patient-centricity yeah, is more along the lines of, hey, you know, I'm a patient at a hospital and there are all, all those devices and practitioners around me and they are focused on me, but we're talking about completely different centricity, right? Completely different personalization where I invite practitioners to take a peek into my life and, and tell me where they could help. Mm. And I guess the bigger, well, my personal favor in that space with medical is definitely having my genome mapped, right? That's right. I want really mass personalization based on the evidence of what is my personal genomics and then how can I be treated around what my my medical interventions tell me. That's a very interesting uh, interesting area, uh, mass personalizations, those highly personalized drugs uh, where you know they're highly targeting individuals and uh, and, uh, and the issues that the individuals might have. This is uh, this is one area. But really, you know, personalization also enables one new uh, way of thinking about healthcare system, mm. uh, which is you know the name of healthcare as a system, there's something bad about mm. it, something wrong about it. You know, the, the, the industry is not really caring about our health. It's taking care of us when we become unhealthy. 
So, so you know, the, yes. the term is confusing. I think we need a new word because also there is just the, the current mindset that restrains people yeah. in how what's possible is intervention yeah. and evidence versus eminence and, and it's very risk averse. So, so all those dynamics of the sector yeah. make it terribly fixed and terribly costly to change even though we, we do know from evidence that there is a better way. That's right. So, you know, maybe it shouldn't be called healthcare. Right now, maybe it should be called disease care. Uh, but, you know, if we really want to... That would certainly make it unappealing. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so we do want to, 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 to have it yeah. you know, called healthcare. But then this means that the industry should really yeah. focus on keeping us healthy. So that gets to things like disease-centered design, mm. right? So how are we designing the world and experiences around disease tribes of people that have common diseases. That's right. Different areas. Or, you know, uh, Zuckerberg with uh, with his wife created Zuckerberg Chan Initiative and their goal is to completely remove diseases and, you know, and issues mm. that people might have. So they are focusing on wellness. So number five is mass personalization. What is the goal of the mass personalization? It's really flipping the conversation and, and allowing health professionals to come into our lives as opposed to to us being part of the process. And it being highly personalized exactly to me. Correct. Cool. And dramatically lowering the healthcare costs. <laughs> Excellent. So we've got lots going on in this space. So we're going to do a second podcast, really more about pro the future of healthcare and yeah. how the digital players are coming to that space. But let's move on. We always like to give a job of the future. Given this evolution of health, yeah. which is almost a revolution, yeah. what would be some of these jobs of the future? Uh, I, I think, you know, in, in light of what I said about the, uh, you know, the, the strange name that healthcare has, you know, the, the focus is more on the disease side. I think if we were really true to what healthcare should be, uh, we need a well a medic, like a paramedic, but a well a medic. Mm. Someone who focuses on our wellness and it's a health professional. And they could come at very short notice, like a paramedic does. <laughs> but maybe they come on my phone or on my right. FaceTime or through a different channel. Maybe they could be there through your through your watch, through your you know your Hello, paramedic. Right. Well, a medic. Well, call a medic. me. Call me. Yeah. Excellent. Time for us to move on and get a bit more active. Do a few more steps before we get to the next uh, podcast. So that's a wrap for Health 5.0: the evolution versus the revolution of the maturity models of health. Join the conversation at Chair Dig Economy, and we'll see you next week for the Digital Week.